This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of The One Take Wonder. I'm your host, Alexia, a.k.a. The Hot Weird Girl, and I'm so glad to have you back here on a Monday at 7.30, the time when all other episodes should come out, but sometimes they don't come out at 7.30 because sometimes I'm stuck in psychological prisms. If you don't know what a psychological prism is, you can refer back to episode eight, Blaming Braiders, which still is one of my most popular episodes. And when I promise you that I just went to a bad braider, had a bad day, realized that I need to put an episode out, got on the mic, recorded it, and then turned everything off after just uploading it to Spotify. So I don't know. Apparently you guys get off on um, listening to me, bitch. Thank you very much. Your support is everything to me. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. You know what? Actually, before we get into the meat and potatoes, please, if you like this podcast, rate it five stars. Leave a written review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple. And please send it to at least one friend who you're like, hey, I think you would really love it. It helps growth of this podcast so much. And the algorithm really rewards you when you have like an engaged listening base. So please do that if you have the extra 30 seconds this week. I would appreciate it so much. I don't understand why you guys freak out about aging so much. Like I... I get being concerned about, oh, my neighbor's screaming at our other neighbor again. Oh, I love when neighbors fight. Okay, I was just telling this story, but when I lived in Pittsburgh, I had two neighbors who would get into it with each other. And one day, I'm sitting at my windowsill with a glass of tea, listening to them fight, because one thing about me is I'm nebby and I'm a gossip. And it's just like really... Like, it does something to me when I can see real-life people fight on the street. Like, when I was in high school, these two girls were getting in a fight in the locker room, and there was a fight video, and I'm in the back of the fight video, mouth open, just head on a swivel, looking back and forth between the two girls, back and forth between the two girls, losing my mind, because, like, this was, like, this was happening during the seventh period, and they're slamming each other into lockers, and it's not... It says something about me that I didn't remove myself from that situation. Nonetheless, they were fighting the Pittsburgh neighbors in the backyard. And one of them steps out in the backyard and she's like, let's ask the neighborhood. And she starts screaming out that he like cheats on her with 18 year old girls, that he can't stay faithful, that he doesn't pay bills, that their intimacy is whack. I mean, I didn't respond because I don't like to insert myself into the business like I don't ever want to be in a position where they're like hey I think I'm about to do something crazy let's target this girl but 
my opinion should have been she should have never let him back in the house because then she did all this rah 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 of and this was like this is a good neighborhood mind you like it's i don't know maybe it's because i'm a gossip the drama finds me because no matter where i've lived no matter how much i'm paying in rent even if this is the most expensive apartment i've ever lived in and not cheap by any means my neighbors are still arguing right now but it's kind of awesome i'm not gonna lie to you like once this podcast stops recording i'm probably going to keep listening to it anyway i do not understand the thing about like oh i'm afraid to age and it's like you're not afraid of dementia you're afraid of wrinkles i'm not even gonna try to do the whole like because that's not me to be like no like there's something really beautiful about looking old but more so like i don't really give enough i'm trying to swear less i don't really give enough because i'm going to be young for so long like i to me youth isn't actually when you're like zero to 18 like that's a it is youth but it's more so like you are brand spanking new to this earth you have no idea what's going on you literally have to be taught how to poop feed yourself how to voice the fact that you need to do those things you're learning what emotions are you're learning to process your emotions like you're just you're reading the tutorial you're living the manual to me youth is when you're like 18 like 18 and now you know what things are and now you're still figuring things out because who knows what they're doing with their like I'm 26 and sometimes I'm like wow I know everything and sometimes I'm like wow I know nothing that's the beauty of being in your 20s but like I'm not comparing oh I'm so old because 10 years ago I was 16 and had just failed my driver's test for the second time no did I fail once or twice I failed once, but I did have to go to a different borough to get my license. The point is, it's like, yeah, I'm old compared to that. But 10 years ago, I knew nothing. Like, I had no idea what was going on, which is fine. But it, it there's this weird thing where people are like, oh, my God, I'm so old now. I can't leave the house. I can't go out and have fun, which is an offshoot of that is people being like oh my god i was literally doing crack and meth in high school and that's why i can't go out for a glass of wine and sit on the deck in the summer and it's like okay should the rest of us not have fun because you were clearly going through something at 12 like am i should we call bella hadid oh my god it's so cool that you were hardcore abusing drugs at a very young age like when you say that that doesn't make me think like wow this girl's so wild she's definitely partied more than me i'm like damn you did not have involved parents or like like i i feel concerned i feel concerned when i hear things like that so that to me that's never a flex like congrats on engaging in underage binge drinking girl i guess I'm sorry that the rest of us waited until I, I'm not even going to try to pretend. Anyway, you don't get old until you're like 45. And not to say that like 40s can't be enjoyable, but I just feel like 10 years from now, I'll be 36. That's still very young. So more so less like aging is beautiful and like we're all going to age naturally because I'm going to be real with you. If I end up aging poorly, like if my parents' genetics end up skipping me I will just get a facelift right like I plan on having the money I will get a facelift but why am I getting preventative Botox in my 20s I want you to know and I will link the article that Juvederm Juvederm is the 
is a type of filler, but it's also the name of like the the company that distributes it. Juvederm realized that they were essentially locked into one market upper middle class women in their 40s 50s 60s 70s and instead of waiting for more people to age into that target demographic so that they could make more money they decided to start marketing preventative botox nobody has been doing botox on young people long enough to know if it actually prevents wrinkles like there are no peer-reviewed studies that have been able to look at people over a long period of time. I'm talking like 10, 15 years. And if I'm wrong, I'll just, hey, I'll provide the article where I'm wrong. Or you can DM me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Hot Weird Girl. That's girl with a zero instead of an I. And let me know like, hey, Alexia, you're wrong. And I'll issue a retraction. I have no problem saying that I was wrong about certain things. But I'm pretty sure that I'm right about this. Like, we don't actually know if the Botox you're injecting in your forehead is going to prevent wrinkles we do know that prescription retinol retin-a tretinoin that's going to prevent wrinkles if you want to actually invest in like preserving your skin because i do feel like people are just you never look from people who are like really deep in the cut like back in the past and you're like damn one segregation was aging you poorly but then also just like nobody ever told you to use sunscreen and we can sort of see that on your face one of my mutuals and i want to shout out her username because she doesn't get credit enough for this on tiktok it's pretty critical um a couple years ago she made this video talking about the fact that our generation is just going to look different from other generations because we're the first people to widespread engage in like good self-preservation techniques like we have well we don't have access to good nutrition but we tend to drink more water than other generations we care about sunscreen and we care about aging in a way that just like we may look not younger because i'm not going to say that i buy into the millennial delusion that like oh i'm 35 and i look 22 like no you look 35 you just don't look like a golden girl at 35 like the fact that the golden girls were supposed to be in their 50s is fucking nuts because my grandma doesn't even look that old and she's 80 so there's something about preserving yourself well that being said i actually think very 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 few people really do look younger than your age and looking under your age is really just about how your face holds fat like that's what makes you look youthful the reason why kids look so youthful is because they have those chubby fat little faces you tend to lose facial fat and volume as you get older people who have very round heads or chubby heads yes you will look younger because you have more fat on your head which very much good for you but like i'm 26 i don't think i look 18 i think i very much look 26 i just look really good for 26 than someone who has been languishing in the sun for hours on end and lives off of cheetos you get what i'm trying to say like i don't know that i would look at the media as a good representation of what anyone is supposed to look like right because like you look at any show about teenagers and they're being played by people in their early to mid 20s sometimes 30s if they're black because you know that nobody can tell how old black people are but like like the beat like degrassi and skins were some of the only mainstream teen shows to actually cast teenagers and whenever i watch that show i'm like wow they look like babies because then i turn on something like euphoria or any serialized um netflix drama and it's like you're grown as the fuck 
why are you and, and I get why they're playing because then there's like sex scenes and you really can't have kids doing all of that because again Degrassi and Euphoria like what if you are unfamiliar with Skins UK specifically it was this show it was like the British version of Degrassi except there was no like moralizing plot lines they were just showing them like drinking doing hardcore drugs and hooking up with each other just for like the f of it skins was actually crazy skins made euphoria look like something you could watch with your parents it was so from getting like step-by-step tutorials and just like how you can develop an eating disorder push around the food well maybe i shouldn't repeat it like how you can develop an eating disorder or like how you can get hard drugs and all of these kids were so young and they're being played by young kids and so many of the actors have come forward and been like yeah it actually did kind of like mess with my development a little bit to be engaging in this and then back to what I was saying about the golden girls or just the fact that like any woman over 35 in Hollywood automatically starts playing 60 year olds like they'll be like oh okay we're gonna cast this extremely old man who has no business playing a 30 something and to play his mother his colleague who is 10 years younger than him because that's how it's all supposed to work so I would never turn to the media and be like this is what people are supposed to look like and maybe that's why we have this like mass delusion that you look older or younger because you look older or younger than these characters but the tv isn't real sweetheart and I just we needed to establish that fact anyway I think it's fine to not look like a spring chicken in your mid to late 20s like I think it's fine if you actually go to the liquor store and nobody asks for your id or you know you go somewhere and people are like oh yeah they're age appropriate to be there because there's something I think people do too much and they're like oh it's all pedophilia like that is a very dark and sinister and serious thing to throw around and I don't know that I necessarily agree with that jump but trying to chase your 19 year old chubby head let it go one thing that I have noticed about people my age, and it could just be a side effect of the pandemic, but that people are having a really hard time engaging in age-appropriate activities. Like, I think a lot of people my age have sort of assumed that we're in, like, retirement, we can no longer have fun. Oh, is it even appropriate to be going out this much? Is it even appropriate that, like, I'm still, you know, getting hangovers or that I'm blowing my money on trips or, like, traveling? Like, should I be settling down? And this is no shade to, like, marriage or having kids or anything, but just this idea that we need to spend all day in the house and it's like dude the retirement home is more lit than a block full of 20 something sometimes and I think and I'll link the Atlantic article that people just got too comfortable being alone and I think social media really creates this false sense of community because as much as I love the internet, as much as I exist on the internet, I would really go back to that episode where it's like the internet cannot replace the real life connections that you need. Like you need to learn to read other people's body language. You need to be having conversations in person. Or if you're not going to do that, you at least need to act like your mom and start getting on the phone with people for hours a day. But like texting is really not it. Um, and that's my New Year's resolution, like start texting my friends more and be like, hey, we just need to call because I, neither one of us is like good at telegramming each other, but we're really losing this ability to like engage and have fun and be silly. And then you watch shows like Girlfriends or Sex in the City 
and these 30-somethings who are very relatable because they were still going out like insecure and just being messy and socializing and something that I do worry about with people my age is that we're not doing that enough and I would hate to see what that lack of community is going to look like in like 10-15 years and just the widespread loneliness and then with that loneliness I think comes the very real danger that more and more people are going to be radicalized online and I just think about that a lot because I do exist a lot online and so I see the effect of like this radicalization like the most controversial video I've ever made was me saying you know you're you are not old um and I think the specific quote was like when you finally do reach your elder age and you slip into dementia how sad will it be to have no beautiful memories left to lose because you didn't do anything with your 80 some years on this planet you just like stayed inside and stayed safe and you didn't take any risks okay to this day people are still in my comments calling me every sort of ism being like that was so fucked up you can't do listen it's true like you have to even if the new thing is just like going out on a walk and introducing yourself to something new you need to fucking do it I don't care if you're interacting with old people because I am someone who very 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 much loves to take old people workout classes because honestly they go at my pace and they're good on your joints but like you need to do something new laying in your bed and rotting isn't it especially when you're not even like rotting reading books or watching movies or something like you're just consuming rage bait content and the algorithm is deciding like the trajectory of your day and it cannot be good psychologically to watch a soldier coming home greeting his kid oh my god click on this button and um, raise money for someone with cancer oh my god can you believe that global warming is going to kill us look at this kitten in the span of like 30 minutes like that's something that I'm really trying to come to terms with something that I used to really struggle with and something I think a lot of people my age used to struggle with as well is understanding that life can be beautiful and fun but you are wholly responsible for making it happen and that can be a big adjustment when you're coming from childhood because it seemed like opportunity and adventure just fell into your lap but in reality other people were controlling every aspect of your life like it was controlled when you would go to school and therefore interact with a bunch of other kids who were your age or similarly aged and have the opportunity to make a bunch of friends my best elementary and middle school memories are from the field trips that we went on I did not plan those like I didn't have to put the thought or the effort into planning the fun and the activities I just got to go wander off in the woods and have some really cool like one time um me and my friends snuck off the path that the teachers had marked for us to go hiking on and ended up in some creek and our friend washed away and we had to figure out like we need to go get her back quickly and also can she swim and we were like 10 because we all really didn't want to get in trouble and now it's very funny because none of us died i mean it would have been a very bridge to terabithia situation situation if we had um and maybe that's why that book always made me uncomfortable nonetheless it's like one of those adventures but so much of that adventure happened because I didn't have to think about the planning aspect and getting all my friends together because I could expect where my friends were and in a similar vein college like you do plan out the classes you take your major the activities that you want to join but again something is set in stone 
Um, you know when you're going to meet, you know when your classes are, you know where the parties are, you know where the socializing events are, and the school kind of has people in charge to plan those events. And as someone who used to plan those events, even the planning of those events is still not wholly on you, like you have some sort of academic or adult advisor who can help you put it all together. And so when I became a newly minted like adult adult in law school, which was sort of a different I mean, yeah, even law school is a little bit of a part of that. But so I guess I'll just say post-law school, which was also still like, I don't like to say post-COVID, but nobody's quarantining anymore. So post-quarantine um, and everyone's like a little shaky on their social skills. And it's weird because I spent the last part of my early 20s in a pandemic and so did everyone else who's 26, 27, 25 right now. And it was like, okay, I want to do fun stuff this weekend. And then like Friday and Saturday would roll around and I'd be in my house. And it was like, oh, because it's all completely up to me to text my friend who's probably also not doing anything and is probably also just sitting there and be like, okay, we need to do this. We see each other once every two weeks. We have to call at least once a week. We will start mailing each other Christmas cards. Like my friends and I got back into sending Christmas cards this year. And I really, really liked it because it was nice to put pen to paper. But it was also just nice to have something to look forward to. And that is something that I want to adopt, like the mannerisms and the social customs of the older generation. Because one thing that they did get correct was keeping community was the community that they kept potentially toxic yes but you you got to give credit where credit is due they at least saw each other and interacted a lot and i think gen z is very isolated and part of that is a conversation about third spaces but i just want to talk about right now like when i understood that i am completely responsible for the planning and development of my own life i began to enjoy my youth a lot more like when I realized that like okay I do seriously want a boyfriend I actually have to start seriously dating I did meet my boyfriend and now I'm very happy it takes effort to go and put yourself out there on Bumble BFF and to show up to parties where you don't know anyone but I'm so glad I did it because I met so many cool people who I really love that way so if you're like this is a new year for me I don't have as many friends as I would like or I don't have the community that I don't like Every single person that I see on Bumble BFF, whether I think we'd be a good match or not, and I try to honestly swipe on everyone because you never know how the conversations are going to go and you never know the type of people that you're going to bond with. So I say try to be friends with everyone and if you're meant to be, it'll just like work out. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Where was I going with this? But you have to put that effort in and sometimes I think that fear about aging kind of circling it back to where we started at the beginning because I promise they're connected feels like it's the only thing that you can control in a sea of uncertainties like if you can know that if I get this preventative Botox I'm going to look younger but I don't know what my social situation is like 10 20 years from now I don't know what my romantic situation is going to be it 
it's like it feigns a sense of control in a very uncertain world and as I've kind of touched on in multiple podcast episodes I really think that a long-term consequence of the pandemic is people going to be grappling with how to feel in control and deal with a world that we just know can sort of blow up like watching the entire world live in fear of this one virus and watching millions of people die every day and people are still dying of covid like that did something to us something very very bad to put it mildly i mean that was really a very mild way of stating that i also think that the way we see aging ties into what i think is going to be the premier beauty trend of the time the whole like natural makeup thing as someone who loves a natural beat like as someone who even into that in 2016 my makeup was so insane because i was trying to do the no makeup makeup look so like no foundation with an extremely bright under eye a heavy contour insane highlighter i mean i look the fuck good don't get it twisted don't get it twisted but if you understand makeup throwing all of that on a face with no primer was and a choker was so prime 2016 nonetheless the whole natural makeup thing is because i think we're going to enter this era where it's about being born pretty and the illusion of trying to achieve beauty is going to be something that's frowned upon and maybe this should just be a separate podcast episode but in the selling you out for a diet coke episode i mentioned that there's this thing where extremely thin women are telling other people to eat exactly what you want even at the cost of encouraging people to engage in binge eating which may exacerbate like a binge eating disorder and is generally just like not good for you it's not good for you psychologically it's not good for your digestive system but then also this thing of it's like having been incredibly thin in my life and knowing that it came from the fact that like I wasn't eating you know I wasn't on a very high calorie diet and just telling you to and insisting that like weight is genetic which like certain components of how you can lose weight certainly comes down to your genetics and your hormone imbalance and whether or not you have certain diseases but this idea that like well I'm just born thin like if you're not working to dismantle why people are treated better as thin people or fat people and you're just telling people that like oh well it's immutable and because I happen to be born on the good side of it like the sketchy thing about that is that as a nutritionist like they know it's wrong and I will always maintain even if other people don't agree with me that it is a thing about asserting look how much better I am than you over people that's what I think is at the heart of at least some of the people who are giving the advice and I think the natural makeup thing as much as I love a natural beat is like my features are already so good I don't need to do anything to enhance them you're ugly because you need to be putting a lot of makeup on it and this existed in the early 2000s but I think with like the pandemic and masking sort of taking away people's desire or the functionality of wearing very high makeup as compared to like a 2016 beat that underlying like look how much better than I am or look how much better I am than you naturally look how well I'm aging naturally because nobody wants to look like they're engaging in anti-aging and I soon suspect and you can come back to this episode years later that in the next three to four years the conversation about aging is going to shift into like covert 
quiet anti-aging tactics like it will be ghost to discuss your anti-aging tactics in the same way that it, it is ghost to discuss your weight loss techniques and now it's all about quote-unquote health and high fiber which is coincidentally low carb again i have to give a shout out to pretty critical on tiktok for that specific line about like you know it's not high protein it's low carb um just like that very I don't want to say that I'm trying to be skinnier because it's no longer socially acceptable in three to four years it will no longer be acceptable to say I don't want wrinkles and part of that will be because so many people are coming forward and talking about the anti-aging campaign and how it's so unhealthy that people won't want to be clocked or criticized for engaging in potentially unhealthy behaviors they're not going to cut the unhealthy behaviors themselves so I know that this prediction is going to come true. Let me know your thoughts. If you're a Spotify user, you know the drill. You can interact and give um, podcast suggestions in the prompt that says like, hey, feedback, thoughts. This um, podcast topic was all, someone just left a TikTok comment saying like, hey, I'd love if you elaborated on this idea of I'm not afraid to be young and I think I'm going to be young forever. And I think I'm really happy. Actually, this might be one of my favorite things that I recorded. So it really means a lot when you guys enthusiastically participate in this podcast. I have to thank you so much for getting to the end of this episode. Again, please, um, you know, show love to the podcast by rating it five stars. Please send it to someone that will like it. Please send your topic suggestions. And I look forward to connecting with you on other social media channels. Have a great week. Ooh, and happy Valentine's Day if you're celebrating this weekend. I love love. Okay, love you. Bye.